If you can't deliver, I need to know. Do you think I'm not trying? I never think that. But I need to start planning if you're no longer coming through for us. The money's there. It's just getting very dangerous to move it around. I can't pull funds the way I used to. They're watching me now. Uh, they're watching everyone. This is different. They're everywhere. There's a new spy every day at the Senate. I visit the bank. They're all new faces. You got a new driver. <sighs> I feel under siege. I have many mouths to feed. I can only forage for so long. I found someone I think can help me. Someone who? To bring into the circle? No. I know what I'm asking. No. We're vulnerable enough. We need funding, not more people to worry about. Don't lecture me on vulnerability. No one's more at risk than I am. You think I haven't thought this through? I'd be the first one to fall. Watching episode four, season one of Andor. I can't believe I'm still doing this Neil Diamond joke. Wookies and gentlemen, droids and girls, Ewoks of all ages, welcome back to the Mandalorian Man presents Andor with Candor. Episode four, the first. Episode since the three episode premiere of Andor. And forgive me if I'm wrong, but all of a sudden they all have titles. I feel like the first three episodes were one, two, and three. Now I'm looking and this one has a title. Aldani. I said it right. The other three have titles. That wasn't the case, right? Like just a couple days ago. Maybe I'm not sure when they got the titles. Maybe it was today, but now I'm looking back on IMD. If you ever go to IMD, it's spelled I-M-D-B. And um, on IMD, we have Casa as the first episode. That would be me as the second episode. And Reckoning as the third episode. But we're here to talk about Aldani, which is how I like my pasta cook. I like it cooked Aldani. Uh, this episode picks up kind of where our last one left off. Well, actually, for Andor, it picks up right where it left off. He's in the ship with uh, Stellan Space Guard, and they're going someplace. Where are they going? He didn't really give him all this much information. He basically was just being like, listen, don't you want to be part of something more? Don't you want to be part of something bigger? And Andor's like, I, it's not worth fighting these men. You know, I, I don't need help stealing. I don't need your help to steal things. It's like you do if you want to make a difference. You want to make a difference or fight these bastards. Uh, you know, you want to just cut them here and there or you want to really hit them where it hurts. So we get the introduction. I took no notes, by the way, but I have the show in a tab open, paused, and I'm going to kind of drag my mouse through the episode to remind me, even though I just 
finished watching it today. Uh, and the show seems to be getting really good reviews. And I, I am, I am, uh, I, I am in agreement with those reviews. So he kind of tells them, you know, um, uh, first of all, this is the first time Andor sees uh, hyperspeed, light speed, at least in a ship like this. And I know the guy was like, well, it's been a day of surprises for all of us, for all of us. I don't know if I'm doing the voice right or if I'm being offensive. I have no idea, nor do I care. Um, because isn't Stellan Skarsgård putting on a voice? Like, he doesn't, he doesn't, I mean, I guess, I, see, I, I remember him in Thor, but I remember him in Dune. He, he can just do voices. Um, he kind of gives Andor the quick, like, look, you want to work? For us, you want to do something that counts. Uh, I have 200,000 credits for you if you do this. You know, I came for that. He came for that box. That's great. He, I didn't really, he didn't really come for the box. He would have taken the box. box would be helpful. But he says he really came for Andor. And then he knew things. He knew things about Andor that, like, how could he? You know, about where he served when he, when he was uh, serving in this army as, like, a teen, teenage mutant soldier boy um he knew those things and and was like how do you know these things and he says you know a lot of it i he he figured out a lot of it he he got from information but the stuff on the inside the stuff inside he has to kind of guess what kind of person he is and you know he goes you can have two options you could you i could drop you off or you could you know come with me and see what happens and andor is first like you know i want to be dropped off uh, but he kind of gets talked into it. He says, I guess there's a third option. You could try to kill me and steal my ship. Um, but, you know, I'd say that's not Andor. But in the first episode, we saw him shoot two guys. They were jerks. Let's be honest. They were jerks. Not sure if they deserved death. The first guy, I guess, was more of an accident. That second guy, though, that's still, that stays with me. That stays with me. Uh, that shows that this guy has got a uh, got a rough edge about him. Um, you know, he's not a perfect uh, hero. I'll say that, even though he's probably going to be doing heroic things. But right now, those things seem to be uh, for money. And Stellan Space Guys does talk him uh, into things, but he talked about how he mentioned that they have someone on the inside to help with things because they're going to try to steal the uh, payroll of a certain Imperial pay station. Right? Did I get that right? The payroll? They're going to steal money. You know? Hit them where it hurts. And he mentioned that there's this woman on the inside uh, that um, that I guess is going to be working for them. And I assume this woman we see is going to be part of the rebellion in some way. Because the next thing we see is uh, some like imperial security bureau type thing. Where it's funny, like, you you know, you see the original Star Wars, and you know there's an empire, and there are these, there's this uh, emperor, and then you see the original movies, but some, you don't think about these nice, fancy buildings still being, like, in place. You know, they say, oh, the original trilogy was, everything was clean and nice because it was so new, it was before the empire took over. And then you see how bad things are in the movies, you know, after the Empire took over. But here we are with the Empire well uh, taken over. And, I mean, it's funny I say this, but some places obviously are doing terribly. But the places where the Empire is like 
setting up shop look beautiful, look nice, big, huge buildings. And it's like you do this episode dealt with a lot of bureaucracy, but I, I kind of love it. I kind of love seeing the little detail of how things run. I'm, I'm, I don't know if the wire is a good, uh, a good comparison, but I, I love those shows where you get the minutia of detail of how things are run. Uh, and it's done very, like, realistic. And I think about the the wire with the with the police, or, or even with the newspaper. All those things were just they were in the school system. Those those kind of like fact based. Even though this is in space, um, you, it kind of makes sense that it would be something very realistic, very boring. Um, where they're talking about, uh, you know, what do we do here? Oh, we're, you know, we're here for security. He goes, no, no, we are, we're here to heal things. Uh, but he, t- he says, we're here to heal things. We're here to basically find wherever there's disease, a.k.a., you know, trouble, a.k.a. Um, rebellion, and eradicate it. And we got that dude, was he Quetel or Quetel or something from um, Game of Thrones? Uh, he... He was always with um, Cersei Lannister. And um, this guy seems to be the head of some area of security where this woman we see for the first time is there. And she looks really nervous. The whole time her episode, she's trying to find this box that's been recovered because she thinks, or she says, because she thinks it has to do, it could it could lead to some clues and be related to the murders, blah, 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 blah. But my theory or my thinking is she wants it because she wants to get it in back into the hands of the people uh, like uh, Stellan Skarsgård who, forgive me if I'll never remember character's name I remember Andor's name and Karn, we get a little Karn not much, uh, which is a shame because he's one of my favorite characters after the first three episodes but um, we see but we see um the um just the in the in the there's like a space bureau, bureaucracy room and they're just going over the most minute details even though they're probably major details in people's lives they just sound like minutia but i like that i don't know that i i enjoyed that part of this episode and the way the the british man talks down to people and um uh, what do we do here and he says all these things but you see, a lot of it has to, or to me, um, that woman is, uh, she has to be working for the rebellion, right? We jump back over to Andor, and he's shaved. I guess he wants to look a little different. And uh, he also came up with a fake name, which for me, it just sounds fake, Clem. Uh, when I was a kid, we used to do these series of videos called Clem the Kleptomaniac. My friend was Clem the Kleptomaniac, and he would just walk in, say hi to you, and steal things. Uh, and then you'd catch him at the end, and you'd go, oh, Clem. This is when you would do movies on VHS for you and for five other people and not put them on YouTube in hopes that the world sees them. Oh, I was born at the wrong time. Even though you are hearing this all over the world. Wherever you are in the world, you're hearing this right now. That is 
pretty exciting. So they land, uh, and it, and you know, um, he's going to be now Clem, and he says, "Okay, for the next five days, you'll be Clem. Come up with a name." He says, "Clem." I wonder where Clem came from. I wonder if we'll find out where Clem comes from, and it means something. So uh, there, this woman off in the distance, they're on this like it seems like a real like Scottish planet, the 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 Highlands. It seems like big grassy fields, like just grassy lands. That's what this planet, you know how um, Star Wars, uh, there's a space planet, or there's a space planet, there's a snow planet, there's a water planet, there's an ice planet, and it just is what it is. Um, So I assume this entire planet looks like this. I don't know. But they land, and there's this woman coming, and he's like, you'll be working for her. He's like, I thought you were in charge. He said, I never said that. Um, But he says, listen, this is very something very special to me. It's this crystal. It means a lot to me. Uh, if you sell it, it's worth fifty thousand, you know. But for me, it's worth a lot more, uh, and I expect you to give it back to me. But he kind of gave it to him almost like as collateral. Uh, he goes, "I expect you to bring it back to me." He's like, "If I survive, you'll bring it back to me," because he wants the two hundred thousand. He says, "I trust you. I trust you." Um, so, but he goes, "But let me go outside and talk to her, because uh, she might not be into this." It's like. The whole thing is is weird that this was all his idea to bring someone in. But it seemed like they wanted someone to come in, but she's upset about it. She's like, this wasn't the plan. Who is this guy? How am I supposed to trust him? And Stellan Skarsgård's like, trust, you can trust him. And then at one point he yells at her. He's like, look at me. So I feel like he is the leader, even though she's the leader of this group. Um, he he really kind of talked with command when he says that, you know, that he will work out. He can do everything he he is built-in redundancy. You know, he can lie, he can fly. He's a really nice guy. And then they danced and sang. Uh, but she reluctantly allowed Clem to join the group. And she's like, oh, we talk about this later, but we jump over to, so one of the guys who was working, who was in that like group of bureaucrats talking stuff, he was, he's sent over to Ferrex to deal with um, the the inept corporate security. So it turns out that Karn and the other guys, they work for corporate security. So they're like a private security firm that the Empire hired to uh, govern and, and you know police the area. They failed so poorly that now this guy comes in, yells at them. You know, even the, 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 um, the main, you know, lieutenant... Um, senior inspector he's like I have nothing to do with this he's like exactly that's the problem Uh, so now the empire is taking over completely from them and it seems like they were given their walking papers all three of them Um, in fact we follow Karn to this really sad kind of uh, um, walk holding his suitcases like he was you know just kicked out of his house uh, almost like you, you, you'd almost expect him to be carrying the cardboard box with everything on his desk. Oh, I lost me job. I'm not sure he says anything in this entire episode. He goes back, knock, you know, rings a doorbell, a door opens. It's his mom. He's like, oh, he says, mother. And she slaps him and then hugs him. And then it's like, what are you looking at over there? Yells at the woman like, like she's an old Italian mother stereotype. Hey, what are you doing over there? Brings him into the house, and that's 
all we see of him. But we see a lot of, like, look of shock in his face while, while we're watching him kind of go from the office to his mom's house. Uh, maybe because he's like, oh, God, I got to move back in with my mom. I'm trying to think, does he, does everything that happened with um, Andor lead to this guy becoming, I want to say sympathetic, but that can't be right. This guy, people did die right in front of him. People were exploded. Um, So I think he's going to, and remember, he was a stickler. He's the reason this whole investigation happened. I feel like he might go off the deep end and become even more uh, crazy. Crazy might not be the right word, but more obsessed with finding Andor. I wonder. Um, But that's really all we get from him. Andor ends up going with um, the woman, and they 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 have to hike across the plains they talk a little bit, you know, she says, you know, they, he's like, they don't know I'm coming. He goes, no, you need to know that you need, uh, he's, um, I'm, I'm a really good podcaster. I promise. She was basically like, it was my idea. As far as they're concerned, this was my idea. I knew all about this and that's the way it has to be. Cause that's what they need to believe. We're robbing the payroll and the garrison. He's like, you didn't tell me anything about the garrison. Uh, and then we see two TIE fighters go by, which was cool. Just because anytime you could see uh, TIE fighters flying by and they're not in space, they're in orbit, it's during the day. It's I don't know, I just love that. They did that um, in the in Force Awakens when you saw the X-Wings right there flying during the day. I love that stuff. Give me Star Wars spaceships flying during the day anytime and you've sold me. So we get a lot of jumping around from different characters doing different things, not directly related to each other. So I'm going to try to stay with one character at a time. And uh, I'm going to stay with Stellan Skarsgård right now, which we get we get some interesting things going on with him. First of all, he's on the ship alone. He, he uh, is about to land someplace, and he tells the uh, AI on his ship, you know, take control as you land. He goes in the other room, and he starts, like, rubbing... Putting on, I don't know if he put on makeup, but he put on a wig and he puts on all these rings and he puts on all these robes and all of a sudden he's a different person. I mean, his face isn't really any different, but, and you see him trying to like smile, like almost like get into character of what he's about to do. Like what the hell is going on here? What is he about to do? What is this? And then we find out that he owns some sort of Grand Antiquities place on this planet, um, Coruscant, right? Coruscant, the 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 um, it said the capital of the empire, and who shows up at his store? But Mon Mothma. Mon Mothma. This woman has been playing Mon Mothma for uh, almost twenty years. Okay. Since um, 2005, since Revenge of the Sith, Mon Mothma was there for the first time. And I always thought Mon was like a title. Mon Mothma. 
Uh, but no. Oh, I, thought, I think someone tweeted the other day, I love Mothma. And I thought they said I love Mothra. <clears throat> this makes a lot more sense. She was Mon Mothmar in Revenge of the Sith. She was Mon Mothmar back in Rogue, in Rogue One. Now, it made sense because as time went by, obviously the character got older. It, the timing worked out perfectly. She's been Mon Mothma in, uh, in some vo- like cartoons, the, the Rebels. And now she plays Mon Mothma on Andor. I love it. I love the seeing the um, the consistency, and it's just a cool thing that this woman has been able to play this character for so long. Now we find out. I mean, maybe everyone knew this, but she's a senator, and she shows up at this place to buy a very expensive gift for her husband. He's like, "Well, let me show you something in the back." Goes around the back, and that's when you realize, yes, she because she was there for the rebellion all the way at the beginning of Star Wars, and the character. And um, now you see, yes, she is part of the rebellion here. I thought, oh, God, do they know each other? Are they going to figure it out? No, they're already working together. In fact, she seems to be funding a lot of it. She's what gets uh, um, Stellan Skarsgård. You know what? I got the page right here. Uh, Luthen. She's what gets Luthen uh, the money, and Luthen's going to use that to pay Andor as well as take care of other things. He's like, you can only scrounge for so long. She's like, it's hard to move money around. You know, the, the, it seems like the Empire, they're, they're really looking for things. They're replacing all these different people. I went in the other day to the, to the bank or something, and everyone's changed. She, she, she even has a new driver. Uh, so she is, everything that she is doing, um, she feels like she's being watched, extra special. Or maybe everyone's being watched uh, for cracks in the, in the uh, armor. Um, but... The cover is that she's buying this new gift for her husband. Uh, the, what's nice is Luthen's assistant, Kai, Kaya or something like that, um, she seems to definitely be in the know because she lets them be. She's like, she distracts the driver to show him some old coins. Um, so I thought that was kind of cool. We do see Mon Mothma go back to her house later. Uh, She's upset, you know, just because she's worried about things. Uh, and she shows up at her house and her husband there. And I don't know what her husband does. He almost seems like he's like an, a, a professional husband. Like he just wines and dines and doesn't do much. Um, but he's like, oh, well, you know, I'll, um, he's, he's setting up all these, all these uh, plates because he's having a big dinner party. And she's like, I didn't know this was happening. All these people hate me. He's like, oh, they'll be fine. Don't worry about it. You know, you'll be on the boring side of the table. They're much more fun. She says, oh, really? They're fun? Why don't you have the, the, you know, so-and-so people? Maybe they should be here, too, because they cut off their shipping lanes, and now those people are starving. Oh, you know, that's not my thing. Like, he's almost like a socialite. That's what he felt like, uh, where she's uh, a senator trying to, trying to do things. He goes, these people always vote me down. They always are against me. So it seems like she's going to have a pretty uncomfortable dinner uh, that evening. But that's really all we get from her with the the people in the bureaucratic imperial security. Um, the woman keeps trying to get this information. And the, the man, who's also the guy who went and fired all the uh, corporate soldiers... He's like, you know, it's my it's my jurisdiction. 
and he never gives in. The older guy who runs everything basically says, it's his jurisdiction, he'll, he'll deal with it, don't worry. But he says, you know, you just need to, you're, you're good at what your job um, you're doing. He's got six things to look over. You only have got two. You need to do those right. And yet his paperwork is in and yours not. Um, but, you know, he said something where he's like, we brought in people. This is why we brought in people like you. And I thought, wait, is he in on the rebellion? Or is he saying we're trying to be more diverse? Or is he saying you're good at what you do? You know, this is why we brought in people like you. Prove us right? I, I don't know. I was just I thought that was kind of interesting. Um with that. And that, that was that was really it from them. Most of the other stuff, Andor ends up getting to the camp where we see uh there's two guys, one guy is sleeping, and another guy who sneaks up on him is like, you know, you'd be dead, we'd all be dead, this whole would be over. That guy I recognize. He's on the show The Bear now, which I haven't watched, but I've seen him in things like um Punisher, and he's just been in a bunch of things. Uh he plays a guy named Arvel, Arvel Skeen. We get a bunch of different um, things, but he he mentions, oh, you know, you you worked with Saul Guerrero, which is, um, what's his name, Forrest Whitaker, right? He mentions that by name. We know that guy's you know in on the rebellion, but they're like, oh, she's coming back. Um, her name is Vel, the woman. Oh, she's coming back with someone else. Who is this other person? What the hell? They go back to the camp. They're like, who is this? A lot of this, what goes on at the camp is, why the hell is this guy here? Who is he? It's only three days till the job. Yada, yada, yada. Um, and none of them, and she's saying, I trust him. He's with me. This was, he was a contingency plan. I wasn't sure if he would come through. That's why I didn't say anything. All these lies that are that are pretty good covers. Uh, but, Every new person that comes in is like, who is this? What is he doing here? Why is he part of the team? We got a guy, Lieutenant Gorn, who seems to work for the Empire, but he really works for them. He comes in on a speeder bike. That was cool to see. And he comes with a goddamn cape. And I thought to myself, oh, my God, there's something about a goddamn cape in Star Wars. Anywhere else, the cape might look silly, you know, except for superheroes. But in Star Wars, you just look like a classy son of a bitch when you're wearing a cape. You look like you belong. Uh, And this guy did. Um, and he's like, oh, I don't know who this, who he is, and I am Clem. My name is Clem. Hello. You can call me and uh, Clem. So the rest of the episode with them are uh, Andor's getting his wound cleaned, talking to one person. He meets these other people, and there's this young guy, Karis, uh, in the group, who seems to inexplicably trust him. He's like, I trust him. I think he believes in the cause. Maybe he just sees something in his eyes. I don't know. But he he votes to keep him. Not that there was a vote, but he, you could see he's, he's positive about uh, Andor. Where, um, and then they, we finally get a moment where they go over the plan. Because they're, oh, they're like, um, can you drive one of these buses? Can you fly? He's like, it's not really flying, but yeah, I can do it. I go, so this is where we go, and this is how we escape. It's like, escape? Uh, yeah, and they, t- they talk about this cool thing that we're probably going to see in the next episode or two, uh, where there's almost like a meteor shower that lights up the sky, and it used to be a real a crazy great moment for thousands of people would come to watch it. Not many people do now because they pushed everyone to the south, to these um, in more industrial parts of the planet where they can work for the Empire. 
and these more you know wide open areas are are almost deserted um but that thing that they're doing that thing that they're doing that um celestial event is kind of going to be their cover they're going to try to sneak in and sneak out without anyone noticing uh are you in and Andor's like let's let's get to it so they give him all this all these um bleepy bloops like these little you know space ipad everything's in its own a different language everything is in space language so he's and it looks like you know an old tiger handheld game sometimes uh it was like this Right here, this is the blueprints of the van you're going to be driving. And everyone's British in space, which is awesome. Well, not everyone, I guess, because Andor's not. Um, but when in doubt, I see, I say that, yet um, Karin is completely, he's got like a middle American accent. So I have to say that whenever it's space or or Middle Earth or something, it's, it's just something about the British, the, the accent is just like, well, this is how we talk here. You know, it's very generically exotic it's just uh exotic enough for americans to be like well obviously this is how a knight would talk um where was i oh yeah so (laughs) all these uh this team this is our team now i don't know how many episodes we're going to see them for be great if they're in every episode be great if they're the beginning they're not the team we see in rogue one so i thought maybe we'll see something like that at some point but not yet. Uh, but they give him all this paperwork, all this paperwork. They give him uh, schematics, a map, uh, word, language to understand. And they're like, you need to study this all and know it all by tomorrow. Because we have three days to do this and play, we have to plan this all out. And we need you to study this all tomorrow morning. And they're like, she's like, I'm going to have first watch. And she kind of goes off the woman. Uh, but you could see that to me, Andor's in, and he's ready to, uh, he's ready to, I mean, maybe he's doing it for 200000 uh, but you could see he's kind of intrigued by these people, maybe not ready to, for the cause, but um, he's definitely in, he's definitely in on this job. So I, I assume the next episode will be the job. Maybe it'll be called the job. But wasn't there was there a Mandalorian episode called The Job? I don't remember. There was a um Dennis Leary television show called The Job. I never watched it. No, well, maybe I did. Maybe I'm thinking of the firefighter one I never watched. Anyway, that's it. I'm done. I really liked seeing Luthen like done up in this kind of other character that this other person persona that is how most people see him. I love that Moth Mon Mothmar is already in on all this stuff. Uh, be co- I, I'll enjoy seeing her s- next time. And it'd be interesting to see if her husband is kind of a, um, a, a as much of a, a dillweed as I uh, suspect he is. Uh, and I, I just like, I want to know more about the woman who works at the Empire Security. Empire Security, come on down. Uh, and I assume she's part of the, you know, part of the, part of the, uh, the, the cause and I just, I am enjoying everything that I'm seeing. I'm enjoying every new character that I'm meeting. It is just so well put together. Um, and yet, nothing on it necessarily needs to be Star Wars. You know what I mean? Like, it is a, it is a good story that, with a lot of relatable 
um, areas that could have been just, you know, done on Earth uh, or, you know, just a generic space planet, which I guess, you know, all planets are space planets when you think about it. (sighs) Let's think about it for a second. And now I've overstayed my welcome. So listen, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Geek Mentality. The Facebook page is Fans Not Experts. The website is fansnotexperts.com slash Mandalorian. Um, another good episode, four for four. Next week, I will be doing another another episode of Andor with Candor. The following week is the one I'm going to be uh, uh, with my mother-in-law in Florida. But I'll be in Florida that night. Maybe I'll be doing it then. Uh, you know, I can podcast from anywhere. I podcasted from her house last week. I can podcast from her other house in Florida next week or two weeks. God willing. It's a goddamn hurricane down there right now killing things. I mean, hopefully her place is fine. I've seen pictures from family down there. Lots of water. Lots of water. Uh, but hopefully nothing gets to her house because I need to podcast. I mean, also, I want her house to be fine. But really, I need to podcast. So that's it, my friends. Until next week, may the Force be with you. Let's go! Let's go! Fans not experts.